Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're Chris and Jamie Bailey. We're married, we're Christian counselors, and we're marriage coaches. We're here because we want to help you have what we have, a God-centered, fun, connected marriage filled with friendship and laughter. And we know what God has done for us, and we trust that He can do the same thing for you. So, no matter where you're at in your marriage, join us as we share biblical truth, practical tips, and lots of laughs along the way. Get ready, because we're going to help you. Enjoy the journey. Hey there, I guess married people, or mostly married people, or um, maybe wanted to get maybe. married people, or you know, <laughs> single people. You, everyone's invited. <laughs> everyone's appreciated. We love that you're here and that you're listening to yet another episode that we have. Uh, and so, yeah, let's let's talk a little about this because. As you may have known, if this is not the first time that you've listened to us, uh, Jamie and I both are, are Christian counselors. We both have masters in professional counseling, actually, and uh, we are marriage coaches. And so we believe in counseling, right? Mm-hmm. We, we are we are for counseling. We're pro counseling, uh, and we think that everybody can benefit from counseling. Mm-hmm. And for so, sure, yeah. So it's, but. Not everybody sees it that way. <laughs> no, most people don't see it that way, I don't think. That's true. I think counseling in itself, you know, has a stigma still to it. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, it does seem that the younger generation, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> the, the young. The, That's what they are. <laughs> you're not lying. They're the younger generation. <laughs> Those who don't understand, don't recognize the sound of a dial up modem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's basically the children we all messed up are so open to counseling because they all need it. All their friends are getting it and all the boomers and, and Gen Xers now, which is us, yeah. you know, we, we created children who need therapy. Yeah, we normalized therapy. Yeah. So See, we were on a mission. <laughs> we succeeded. We didn't fail. That was a success. It was a success. <laughs> but since there's this stigma or since there's this idea, there's you know, it's a challenge sometimes for people mm-hmm. to actually seek the help that they need right and it's not even like oh we're you know have this horrible thing that happened and we have an episode that talks about some ways of knowing if you need counseling and mm-hmm. some of those are pretty dramatic th- um, life events that are going on in the marriage or in individual lives mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just when you're running into that wall right that you just keep going through the same patterns over and over again that you're like ah I just we just need some some godly guidance to help right. us get past this. Right. And sometimes and here's what we're going to talk about today, sometimes only one of you mm-hmm. and I'm assuming it's you whoever's listening to this episode <laughs> because the title of help my husband won't go to counseling probably drew you in because sometimes one of you has a problem with the marriage and the other one perhaps thinks it's just fine. We mm-hmm. don't need this. And we're not here to pick on the husbands by any stretch of the means. Nope. There are women who will not go to counseling when their husbands want to. Mm-hmm. But we went the route of husbands because that is so much more common. Right. Well, I mean, it's, well, guys, what we, what we tend to see is the wives who usually don't want to attend counseling, usually it's because things have gone so far and they've asked so many times mm-hmm. uh, that then they're just kind of checked out and they're like, look, it's too little too late. Right. I've been asking right. this for years and now all of a sudden you're saying this like it's a new thing just because I'm telling you, okay, I'm done. And now you're all of a sudden going, oh, no, 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 we'll go to counseling. We'll do what you want. 
Yeah, because that's often what happens. Mm -hmm. It's that when the wife checks out, the husband who maybe hasn't wanted to work on the marriage is now all of a sudden going, oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, you're serious. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. So more commonly, Mm -hmm. it is the husbands that have a hang up. And I think that's a little bit of a difference between men and women. Right. And we're going to talk about some of those things. And you'll see why husbands might very well have a hang up on getting therapy and going to help. But we want you to know if this is your situation, we don't want you to despair. Mm -mm. We want you to know that there is still hope and there are some things that you can do. But really, we want to also give you things to do, but also we want you to have a little bit of a perspective shift as to what's going on and why your husband may not want to go to counseling. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's not usually, well, I mean, sometimes we hear, hey, you're the one who has a problem. You, you can go to counseling if you want to, you know, yeah. you get fixed. Uh, and, you know, that's, that is not unheard of, but that's. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's the majority reason, or we don't think that's the majority right. reason. And even when they're saying that, mm-hmm. it's not what it looks like on the surface. Very rarely. What it things. looks like on the surface is yeah. not what's really going on. Mm-mm. And we're going to ask you to go with us on this journey a little bit where we. <laughs> go underneath the surface because we want you to see your husbands from a different perspective sure no i agree it just it almost sounded like the land well it sounded like the land ride for at epcot (laughs) we we want you to join us on a journey through you know (laughs) so no no but i agree i agree so we do we ask for you all to bear with us right to kind of put down some some defensive or some of that reactivity some Mm -hmm. of that that past hurt that you may have experienced that you want to want to go to because you struggled with this right and kind of go along with us and see if maybe some of these reasons might be applicable and might be helpful for you to be able to move forward right because if you're married to a husband who doesn't want to get help what that generally says or translates to is I don't care about the marriage Mm. I don't care about Mm -hmm. you I don't care that you're suffering I don't care that you're unhappy and I just don't care Yeah. That is hurtful. Mm -hmm. That is hurtful. It's hard for it not to be. Yes. But that's not always what's going on. Mm -mm. And so let's talk about some of the reasons why why husbands may not want to go to counseling. Let's. I agree. I like that idea. Yes, let's do it. All right. (laughs) Well, one is that there just is a misunderstanding of what counseling is. Mm -hmm. This idea of, oh, we're just going to talk about our emotions and our feelings and and they're going to try to make us cry and, you know, and and just, you know, (laughs) which guys, we don't try to make you cry. No. No, it is a, it is a success if you do. Right. No, no, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm kidding. I'm yes. kid, completely kidding. <laughs> we got a little scoreboard that we keep. That's no, right. no, That's no. Right. But it, it, it's but there is that misconception that it is just all about getting ooey gooey, and um, that there's not really any kind of a skills or um, insights gained or or practicalness. Right. Right. And they do. They think they're going to be entering into this overly emotional situation. Mm-hmm. No man out there wants to do that. Mm-mm. Nobody well, wants to do that. If you're into the Enneagrams, there's some fours out there who just, That's probably who true. just went, oh, that sounds great. I want to do that all day. <laughs> no. And so if you're married to this guy and you think maybe he doesn't know what counseling is, here's what you do with that. You sit down and ask him if you've asked to go to counseling and he's like, no, that's dumb. Ask them the question. What do you think it would be like? Mm-hmm. Get some information and see if you have an understanding of what he might be thinking this is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and get get his perspective on it. And then maybe you can offer some clarification to him at the end of this. Or maybe you can say, you know what, babe, I don't think that's what it is. 
I don't think that's what it is. And, and kind of here's what I think. Yeah. And just have a conversation, have a healthy conversation about counseling and maybe leave it at that and let him chew on that. Mm-hmm. Or even the idea of, well, if it's not like that, would that be something that you would be more yes, interested that's great. in doing? That's great. Right. Would that, would that remove that as an obstacle? And speaking of obstacles, another one is that they just don't like the cost, right? It's just going to be a, a waste. a big one. It's, yeah, this is going to be a waste of money. It's it's too expensive. Which, look, guys, we're, I don't want to say... It's an investment. It is an investment. Mm-hmm. You're, you, this is the person that you're, in theory, going to spend the rest of your life with. So, right. you know, if you were to break down the cost of what you're doing by year... Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think it works out really great, especially if you can gain the satisfaction that you're hoping for. Yes, yeah, and you can actually save money. Get this, when you do the work. <laughs> oh, when yeah. you, we have so many clients who come in and they're like, they, they're not doing the homework week after week. That's a great way to save money is to actually put it into action. Yeah. But really, you know, if we're talking about money here, mm-hmm. this is just for a perspective. In our state, which is in the state of South Carolina, the average cost of a divorce lawyer is $239 an hour. Wow. And that's below the nationwide average cost mm-hmm. of three to $500 an hour. Mm-hmm. That's an hour. Y'all, we don't charge that. I wish we charged that, but we don't charge that. We take it if you want to pay us that. That, Yeah, you can. And that's not even including court fees you have to pay. Mm -mm. And that doesn't include the average of a three to a $5,000 retainer Mm -hmm. just to get started. Yeah. You know, in 2020, the average cost for a divorce is $12,900. Goes up to around $23,300. If you're talking about we need to go to trial because we can't agree and a judge needs to decide custody issues and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't invest in a marriage, it's just like your car. You know, you cannot get all the oil changes, but you're going to be buying a new engine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be a lot more expensive than Mm -hmm. if you just paid the little or the smaller amounts along the way. And we even have someone that we know, they spent upwards of $10,000 just to keep visitation the same yeah Yeah. that's after yeah that's going back yeah yeah it's a lot we've seen people go through divorces and it is not Mm -hmm. pretty and so Mm -hmm. investing in your marriage is way better than investing in your divorce Mm. and that's a conversation to have you don't want to be threatening a spouse with divorce or anything like that but it can be a conversation of are you worried about the money Mm-hmm. Because here are my thoughts. I don't want to divorce you. I love you. I want our marriage to work. I would much rather invest in our marriage and pour some money on that than down the road a divorce. I don't want that for us. Right. Well, just even then, you know, think about the the immeasurable cost, the the, mm-hmm. the you know the lack of productivity, the the hard times concentrating, the the angst, general angst mm-hmm. you'll feel, headaches, migraines, IBS. That yes, can you're occur paying from a that. high price <laughs> yeah. living in a dysfunctional or mediocre marriage. And that's just you two. If you have kids, kids are paying prices. That's as well. for sure. So that's for sure. So don't let the cost be an issue, and start talking about that. And get some understanding if that might be a fear that they have. And another thing, and this one I think is a big one, is husbands will feel like this is nothing but a setup (laughs) to be thrown under the bus. 
It's just a way to confront me with everything that I'm doing wrong and just attack me. Yeah, we're just going to gang up on him and, and pull out that list. You are a bad person. You're a bad husband. And if you don't get it straight, then you're the one to blame. Right. Yeah, just... And that's not what happens. No. You know, as far as we, we're concerned as counselors, we advocate... For each spouse, mm-hmm. we hate when they come in wanting to show, get, here's the list of everything my spouse <laughs> is doing wrong. Yeah. We will derail that as soon as it happens because we are for each spouse, we are for the children, and we are for your marriage. Mm-hmm. And the last thing a good counselor would do is to pick sides. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're or about. Pit we're one person against the other. Right. We're about bringing you together. And mm-hmm. so that's not what it's about. But as far as you're concerned, your conversation with your husband is, are you concerned that this is going to be all against you? Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't want it to be that way. Let them know. I know I have issues too. I don't want to just go have, have a big attack on you. I want help with my stuff too. You having the humility to admit that I have ownership in this too, that I'm doing things wrong here too, and that I don't know best, that will go a long way with a husband who's concerned about being thrown under the bus. Sure, absolutely. Hey, I need you to be there to keep me straight, right? I need you to to be able to to make sure that the record is even or equaled out so it's not all one-sided. Right. And this last one might be a little surprising, maybe, Mm -hmm. but this can be a big one is your husband may not want to go because he thinks getting counseling means that he's inadequate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that somehow he's failed. Yes. Because a lot of people and will actually delay going to counseling in general just because somehow they think that they should be able to fix it on their own. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like with the new cars and the computers and all that. Like somehow we should know how to fix that on our own without having special equipment or special tools to be able to do that. It's okay not to know that. There's That's why we went to school for right. all the school, all the years that we did. And that's why we read the books that we do and, and the journals and the, and the keep up on the research. Right? Because this is what we do. Right. You know? this, is, this is our passion. So we can help take that and apply it to you faster than if you were to go through the six years mm-hmm. to get the schooling and then the years of experience. Right. That's right. We truly can help you. And so throughout this, as the wife, we want your first step today to be about changing your perspective of your husband's response. Mm -hmm. It's not a personal attack. It's not a rejection of you. It's likely, not a guarantee, but it's likely that one or several of these things we've talked about today are what's really going on. And so we want you to understand where they may be coming from and what they're dealing with so you can exchange some of these faulty beliefs you might have as far as rejection or him not caring. Right, because, you know, look, if you start to understand where they're coming from and how they might be feeling, then that's going to help you be more empathetic with the situation. Mm-hmm. Empathy solves a lot of issues. Yes, it and does. And so instead of just making that assumption of, oh, they don't, they're not for the marriage or they're against me, well, no, here's the, the reservations or fears and like, well, I don't want them to be afraid. Let's get on the same page. Let's work right. on this. Right. We can do this as a team. That's right. Hey, we've got one more tip for you. If you can't get your husband in counseling, maybe you can get him to spend 10 minutes with you once a week to read a devotional. We've got our Newlywed Couples devotional book that includes 52 weekly devotionals. It's got scripture, it's got discussion prompts and prayer time. 
We tackle some great topics that you might be avoiding in your marriage that could really help you get to the next step together. So be sure to check that out. Grab a copy in the link in our show notes. Now, here we go. If you have done all of these things, if you had ha- have had all of these conversations and you still get resistance, go alone. Mm-hmm. Go get marriage counseling alone. Go get individual counseling alone because there are people like Chris and I who can guide you through this, who can support you because it's really hard to be the only one working on your marriage, but I promise you God will honor that. Mm -hmm. There are things that you have to own in the problems in your marriage as well, and you working on those will be a game changer. And time after time, what we see happening, because so many wives will come in on their own, what we see happening is maybe the second or the third visit, all of a sudden the husband comes. (laughs) Yep. And you wanna know why? Because he wants to defend himself. Mm -hmm. It's not this honorable thing. It's not this humble reason, but it's what are you saying about me? You're telling these people how horrible I am. (laughs) Let me come in and see what it's about. Let me come in and tell my side. Well, sometimes that even happens the first time. That's right. The first appointment, all of a sudden the the husband's there. Yes, where they weren't even scheduled on the books, but they Mm -hmm. come along because they don't want to be talked about. Yeah. And that's what they're thinking is happening. And so, you know what? That gets them in the door. You going first gets them in the door. And on top of that, what you also want to do is you go get some help. And Mm -hmm. if your husband doesn't want to come in and defend himself, that's fine. But what will happen is you will begin to change. Mm -hmm. And if you change the steps in your marriage, by default, it's going to force him to change his steps with you. Yeah, it's impossible for one person to change the steps of the dance and the dance not change. Yes, and, and with that humility, you can enter your marriage and start having small conversations with your husband. You know what I learned in therapy today? I do this wrong. I've been doing this wrong. I haven't been listening to you. Or, and you start asking questions, you know, honey, do I ever make you feel inadequate? Mm. Do things, whatever you're working on with your counselor, you bring a taste of that home. You don't dump the entire session, but you let them know what you're personally working on. That is going to change them. Right. They're going to appreciate that. And that's going to undo any belief they had about fixing me where you're saying, no, it's not. I'm willing to work on me. I'm willing to have skin in this game myself. Mm-hmm. Willing to get the cha- the dance changed. I'm, yes. I'm invested that much. Yeah, and so what you want to do is make it known to your husband by taking this seriously, having those conversations, getting the help you, you need. That's going to show him that you think that he and your marriage are both worth fighting for because really we want you to make it abundantly clear to your husband that you want to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.